Thanks for listening to the Cruise Corner Podcast. This is your host, Lonnie, with episode 16, Times Can Change. A few episodes back, I talked about what it was like to be a woman in the Army, and I went into a little detail about some of the ways we deal with the stereotypes and the ways you're compared to the guys I touched on sexual harassment and how everyone seems to think we're the veteran's wife, even when we go to stuff that's meant for us. And I thought it would only be fair to kind of share the other side of it, which is how, at least from my experience, how women treat each other and some of the issues women in the military create for their sisters. And I was also going to talk a little bit about the military spouse side to things. So let's just jump right into it. While I was in the army, I had the opportunity to serve alongside people from all different backgrounds and they came from all different places. And uh, I made friends with individuals that I would have otherwise never crossed paths with in life if I had not enlisted. And so from unit to unit, base to base, I would make lifelong buddies and build some exceptional bonds. Unfortunately, as many service members know all too well, you're constantly moving in the military. You're continually starting over new places with new people while simultaneously being expected to let go of those familiar faces and sort of abandoning whatever comfort you or your family were able to nearly achieve or had achieved before those new orders arrived. Then there are those people you meet in the military that you just never really got to know or to spend time with before life sent you in opposite directions. And that was something I dealt with and knew quite well. And it wasn't really always because of my quiet demeanor. I'm not a super social person. So I miss out on you know, connecting with people simply because of that a lot of times. But really the biggest thing that got in the way was being a female. And just that by itself really affected my ability to create more friendships and establish greater bonds. And it especially came at a price with uh, other females. It hindered being able to be close to other women because as a woman in the military, or at least in the army, I can really only speak for the army side of this, Uh, there was this immeasurable amount of pressure to do well and to prove that you belonged. For many of us, part of blending in meant that we needed to disassociate ourselves from other females because of those negative stereotypes and because just being a woman itself drew attention. And so to blend in, uh, sometimes we had to, I mean, some people took it to the level of shunning or harassing one another. And it was all part of like, this unreasonable attempt to be seen as one of the guys and to try to get them to forget that you were a woman. Like it was just this way of trying to sort of hide. And the result of that, of course, is that you never get to know each other in uniform, or at least that's what happened to me and to a number of the female veterans I know. As a veteran, I've always found that I seek the company of those that I can relate to or people that can relate to how I've lived. They understand my experiences and kind of just why I am the way that I am. And I've not really found those 
connections with civilians. And so I'm most comfortable being around other veterans. And thanks to social media, I've been able to connect with other veterans, both near and far, new and old. I've been able to hold on to buddies I made when I was still enlisted. I've been given the opportunity to introduce myself to those I never really got to meet or just know while serving. Uh, Maybe people I'd never crossed paths with, period, while in the military. And just those that I wasn't really allowed to get to know due to complicated situations. I never expected when I began Cruise Corner that it would, I kind of expected that it would give an opportunity to reconnect, but I didn't realize it was going to help me move on. I talk a lot of shit about technology. I do think it kind of gets in the way of human interaction sometimes. I do think it kind of screws that up to some degree. But on the positive side of things, it does have a potential to make things happen. It does accelerate the rate at which we're able to receive information, which can be good or bad in itself, especially if it's bad info, it spreads like wildfire. But for me, social media platforms have made most of the veteran connections I've had possible. Just like when I returned to school, it provided a place where I could share my thoughts. It gave me just moments to work with others to try to make a difference. It provided a lot of opportunity. And it's also allowed me to heal some old wounds and bury some of those old animosities. Most notable, the ones being, uh, or most notable being the bitterness I had towards other female service members while I was in. And that bitterness I held on to long after I had gotten out. And that stemmed from the harassment that I had faced while I was at my old or at my first duty station. Uh, It came after I experienced the military sexual trauma, MST. And when other women used that to attack me and try to break me down psychologically and tried to ruin my reputation and took shots at my pride and dignity. And I'll be the first to admit that when I walked away from that, I was on the verge of hating a lot of women because I felt abandoned. I was angry that they tried to destroy really my identity or identity or myself in that way. And uh, I just felt like they, it was just a lot of sabotage and I felt like it was unnecessary. And so I left pretty PO'd and due to stuff like the blog and podcasting, I was able to see that despite of what happened, those, I guess it created an understanding that the rifts weren't always personal. That sometimes it was about survival or a lot of times it was. And it showed me that it was still possible to create bonds. And after many years of feeling pitted against other female service members, I know I, along with some of my female veteran buddies, have come to understand that we did what we believed needed to be done in order to get by. And because of those inseparable bonds we have as service members and veterans, uh, that's really been the key to establishing new relationships and rebuilding connections and allowing the friendships that many of us missed out on to be rediscovered. And in spite of the fact that I did find myself frustrated at times with how things were in the army, I am grateful that regardless of how much or how little we got to know one another during our time in the military, 
uh, many of us are taking the time to look for one another and seeking out each other's company. Even though our service is over, it's just become one of those things where we're willing to kind of work on fixing some of the stuff that happened during our time in the military because we really do want to have those bonds. And as I mentioned earlier, many females get to have that chance to get close to one another while serving because those relationships sometimes are seen as a hindrance. However, now that we're out, it doesn't really apply anymore. And so a couple of years ago, I decided to see kind of what I missed out on during those times when we were focused on being accepted and proving our place. And I ended up taking a trip to Colorado and it allowed me to cross paths with two females I had served in the same cavalry unit with, one of which I had actually deployed to Afghanistan with and slept in a cot next to it, an NTC rotation without even realizing it. That's how disconnected we were. But uh, the reason we got together was because one of those veterans owns an orchard in Colorado and she had invited my daughter and myself out to see her. And so that was a definite journey. <laughs> uh, and I say journey rather than trip because nowadays a trip, especially in Colorado, transcends typical sightseeing and vacationing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you don't, you will if you ever go. But uh, anyways, that weekend was both a reunion and an introduction. It was a time to learn, a time to heal, and definitely a time for just letting go. The drive alone was a major game changer because I traveled out there with the female veteran that I had actually deployed with unknowingly. <laughs> and uh, during that time, we just reminisced about the old unit and talked about the crazy shit that happened back in the day and joked around and just essentially got to know one another. And then when we arrived out in Cedar Edge and we stayed at that veteran-owned and operated orchard, uh, it's really cool because there's a bed and breakfast there that's inside the renovated farmhouse that's located right there on the property. And it's just a beautiful spot. And the name of this place is 1077 Sage. And uh, staying out there for a weekend, it not only gave me the opportunity to get to know someone I had served with years ago, but it was that second chance to connect with other female veterans and move on from the days when we wrongfully avoided each other. From that journey, I found that times do change, people do grow, and camaraderie still means damn near everything to many of us after the military. Another positive that came out of that trip was just taking the time to seek out some of the women I served with and being able to see how well a few of them were doing outside the army. For those of us that left the military and have struggled to find our place and purpose, it's uplifting to see other veterans do well. And it, especially to see a female veteran become like a business owner and stuff like that. Like it shows that we can do it and that the best years of our lives don't have to be restricted to the days when we were in a uniform. And that was for, uh, as for military spouses, when I served, there was this view of especially military wives in particular. Uh, some of it gave a good laugh. Other times it was 
uh, it, <laughs> they could be kind of annoying. And as a woman that was attached to a cab unit that's obviously made up of a ton of men, uh, one thing to deal with is being hated by army wives for stuff that you really can't control. And there was some pretty petty stuff that came from it. There have been a number of times when I have had a male buddy, either in the military or after we got out, tell me that I, they can't have anything to do with me because their wife said so. And that can be pretty frustrating and made the veteran side of things lonely because I wasn't allowed to hold on to those bonds I had created in the service, especially during a deployment uh, with the guys I knew and had served with. And, and again, because of those issues between females in the military, most of my friendships and connections were with guys. And so I lost a lot of that when I crossed over to the veteran side of things because they just you know, you're a woman and uh, there's a lot of people that believe that you can't be friends with the opposite sex. And so I dealt with a lot of the issues from their wives saying that I kind of had to kick rocks and I wasn't allowed to be their friend anymore. And even though we had all these, uh, not just that connection, but all these experiences together. And around the time when I sought to reconnect with people from the service, particularly the female veterans, I was also able to establish some new and quite unexpected bonds, I guess you could say. I did eventually find my way back to the military when I got out, uh, but in an entirely different way than before, uh, because I was no longer the one deploying. I was no longer the one disappearing for days or weeks at a time. Uh, I was now the one that stayed behind because I was now a military spouse. And at first it was uncomfortable because it was definitely foreign territory to me. Uh, just like when I had been a service member, there were times when I definitely fell out of place. And mostly since I found myself having more in common with the men that these military wives were married to, uh, I was having more in common with them, I should say, than I did with the wives themselves. I could understand why they were the way that they were, and uh, sometimes more so than their spouses could. And I could understand what they were going through far better than I could understand the frustrations that their wives had. That, of course, was until I had to go through a deployment where I was the one that stayed behind. And that was before I had to feel what it was like to be left in the dark all the time when it came to knowing what the hell was going on and what we needed to prepare for. And it was also before I had to experience what it was like having to stay back and explain to a small child why one of their parents wasn't going to come home that day after work. As a military spouse, I experienced the army from a completely different perspective. Some days it was nice. Uh, I got to make fun of my husband a lot for <laughs> the, the dumb shit he has to do all the time. And I enjoy not waking up for PT when I see him getting ready for that. Yeah, I don't miss it. Uh, but there were other days where it was just awful. And those were the days that really taught me how community and bonding were just as important to the spouses. I also learned that staying connected to your loved one while they're deployed wasn't as easy as I thought it should be when I had been the one that got shipped out. It forced me to recall the realization I had had while I was deployed to Afghanistan, which was life doesn't stop just because you're away. 
if anything, life back home becomes way more chaotic. I do still carry some of the opinions I had for military spouses as a soldier. I mean, I won't lie, <laughs> but uh, I imagine those opinions and perspectives will continue to change as time goes by. There are also those wives that still <laughs> openly hate me because not so long ago, I was one of those females that they worried about being around their husbands out in the field or on a deployment. But despite all that, I have to admit that I do admire many of them. Uh, I've met some phenomenal women being on this side of the military community. And I see what many of the spouses that are left behind have to deal with. And I look up to the ones that have in their own way had to learn to improvise, adapt and overcome. So at the end of the day, I guess the point is give people a chance. Holding grudges is a waste of energy. I don't entirely forgive some of the women or the wives that deliberately made or still make my life uh, just hell. But uh, I no longer am faulting others for it, the ones that didn't have anything to do with it. I'm not dismissing or avoiding all female veterans or all military wives simply because my path crossed a few assholes along the way. I mean, I'll just say it. And before I end this episode, I want to thank all the women veterans out there that have really helped me to grow and to let go. And I'll use Instagram handles so that if you are a woman veteran listening to this and you are looking to connect with other women veterans, you'll be able to find these people. So with that, a big shout out to Miss Bomb Blanchell for having my back and helping me when I have been in some serious need and for going with me on that trip out to Colorado. Thank you to the High Country Stoner for inviting us out to your beautiful orchard. Vigilant Valkyrie, especially you Smiles, you've been a big supporter for, for some time now actually. And I think your organization is absolutely amazing. Kim over at Invisible Combat, you've been amazing as well. Thank you to the women veterans that have been able to have some great conversations with me on the podcast, like Plants for Vets, Lauren from Hippie and a Veteran, Alyssa, and then of course, Amber from Harris Works. You've been great since I've been getting used to the whole military side of things. Jay Marie from Women with an Effed Up Mind. You've been fantastic, a big inspiration. It's always a good time when we're able to collaborate. And lastly, those women veterans that have been huge motivators, great supporters, especially of Cruise Corner from pretty much the start and just have overall been great women. Uh, Molly Marine, Lady Vet Lulu, Blue Fire Performer, oops, sorry, Blue Flame Fire Performer, I guess I should get the handles right, and the Female Veteran Podcast. And if I let anyone out, I apologize. I could have made an entire episode just off of mentioning all the women that have had an impact on me in some way or another. So thank you again. And to those that are listening, always remember, we are stronger together. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more episodes from Cruise Corner, make sure to subscribe. You can listen to episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. If you would like to be featured on a future episode, 
please reach out to our Instagram page at cruise underscore corner.